It's 10 a.m. Wake up time! And you're listening to Utah's most listened to sports radio show. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Ninety-seven five twelve eighty, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. It is a Monday, which means it's time to catch up with James Empey right out of the gate. Uh, BYU suffering their first loss of the season to Boise State. Uh, James, obviously disappointing game. Uh, talk us through what uh, what went on in that game, and uh, how are you guys holding up after the first L? Yeah, yeah. Good morning, fellas. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you guys, you guys watched the game. You kind of saw what went down, and and so did everybody else. You know, it's kind of um, a rough one to to lose in the way that we did because you know we had our we definitely had our chances, but you know we you know our culture is is built on on love and learning, and and uh, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna find a way to you know use this to get better. We're gonna find a way to you know, eliminate some of the mistakes we made and, and, uh, you know, move on. It's a, it's a long season and we, uh, we love the process and we love each other and we're excited to go. So you guys are holding up. Okay, James. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing all right. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen the guys since, you know, Saturday night cause we had Sunday off and uh, I look forward to getting back into the building and, and seeing everybody and, and, uh, getting started on this week. Taking, uh, you know, you go in and you're up ten nothing. It seems like right out of the gate, and then, and I don't know if this was a coincidence or not. The rain really started to come down. Did that hamper uh, anything in terms of timing or anything along those lines uh, with the uh, with the bad weather out there? You know, it it, it might have. I'm I'm not a, a big fan of um, you know let, letting the the weather dictate things. You know what I mean? I I think you got to play through. You know, whatever's happening, whether it's you know a hurricane outside or you know it's snowing like crazy and you can't see. You know, I, I've always felt like you got to be able to deal with it, and so I didn't think it was a, too much of a deal. Um, but you know, when that when that rain comes down, the ball gets a little slick and um, it can get tough to to make some throws. And so you know, we needed to run the ball and and do some stuff like that. But you know, it was really only raining for a minute, so. <laughs> So James, you'd missed the game the week before, and back for this Boise State game. How did you feel through the game? How do you feel now? And um, how did this team just coming out of this thing? Did they come out of it okay? Everybody feeling okay? Yeah, I mean, as as for me, I'm I'm feeling healthy. Um, you know, b- bumps and bruises here and there, but you know, it's football, man. That's you kind of love that stuff. Um, and and as for everybody else, I think I think we're all doing good. I think you know healthy. Um, I think guys are ready to you know get back to work and, and hit the ground running. Man, you can't you can't um, you know dwell too much on on a win or a loss. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta move on to the next game. And I think that's what guys are ready to do. So you were a little cryptic last week, and deservedly so. I mean, I understand you want to you don't want to tip your hand on injuries and things like that, but. Did you know pretty much all of last week that you were going to play, or was that kind of a game time decision? Was it later in the week that you really felt like you were going to be able to go? Yeah, I I knew I knew probably most of the week last week. 
um, I had to, you know, make sure that I could, you know, pass all the protocols that I could, you know, play fast and, and, uh, and, and do everything I needed to do, you know, functionally. Um, but you know, I kind of, I kind of did all that stuff earlier in the week and then was able to, to get back to work and practice and, and join the boys. So James, it was kind of tough, very, di- very difficult to watch Boise state ha- find a way to slow down this BYU run game. And, I watched the fourth and two uh, attempt that fell short about 60 times, just went back and trying to figure out what Boise State was doing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like they were really trying to fire through gaps with the down linemen, that they were slanting hard, firing through gaps, trying to get penetration to the backfield, and then trying to allow their linebackers to do work. It it, is there? Did you, did you see that different as you were on the field? And what other things did you take note of that they were doing specifically to slow down that run game? Um, well, yeah, you know they they had moments where they fired in the gaps, like what, what you saw. But for the most part, I think they just tried to to hold their gap. You know, they they kind of they they ran uh, you know laterally, did a good job at, at holding their gaps and letting linebackers play off of them. Um, they also did a good job at, you know, the, the coverage they were playing allowed them to have extra guys in the box that could come down and run support. And so they, they just, they had a good scheme. They had a good plan. And, and a lot of times we didn't block it well enough. And so, you know, uh, regardless of what they do, we got to be able to block it well enough. And, um, you know, we definitely need to get back to work and, and see what we can do to get better there. Um, but like I was saying earlier, I'm excited about the opportunity, man. It, it uh this this is football you got to love the process you got to love the ups and downs and got to love uh, getting back to work you know this is what's really impressive because i think there's probably fans out there that are still hurting this morning and and uh but the positive attitude in realizing that hey you know what it's 1L look BYU hasn't gone undefeated since 1984 it's really really hard to do um but this can still be a really special season where do you get that positivity from is that just kind of who you are as a person is it growing up a coach's kid where where does that come from <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It, 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 I, I would just give the credit to the, you know, the the culture and and what we're trying to build here at BYU. We have we have high expect, expectation for ourselves, and you know, it hurt nobody more to to lose Saturday than than all of us. You know what I mean? But it, it is football, and you play football long enough, and you learn that you know stuff happens, and you don't you don't get a win when you you make a lot of mistakes, right? And and uh, you know, hats off to Boise. They played hard, and they you know. They made the plays when they needed to. They capitalized uh, where we couldn't, and you know they won the game. And so, just just knowing that, and just knowing how how football is, you you only get a you only get so many games. You work all your you work your butt off all year for for just a few games, and you can't let one bog you down. You gotta be able to you know learn from it, um, make changes, right? Learn from it, make changes, so you don't make the same mistakes, and then and then move on to the next week. And and I think. You know, I think everybody kind of understands that, and um, we're, we're excited to get rolling. Got a big game this week. James, you guys have been fantastic at ball security. You have not put a ball on the ground all year long. And in this game, you had one from Tyler Algier and a couple from Lapina Katoa. Being the team leader that you are, how do you handle that? How do you and the team handle those fumbles? Right. Well, and and coach coach said this the other day, 
those those guys they they hold themselves to a really high standard and you know they nobody feels worse about it than those guys so I know that they're gonna they're gonna bounce back and and get back at it and you know what some sometimes those things happen and we got to understand that and it just kind of all happened at once and so still still trust those guys 150 percent wouldn't want to be go to battle with anybody else um and uh you know those, those guys are harder than, on themselves than anybody so they just need to know that you know that we trust them and that we that we love them and and uh we're glad that they're on our team and and uh moving forward with it you know what i mean and so and and you know maybe if we were hustling a little bit more you know and alignment might have been by the, by the pile and been, been able to, to hop on that thing you know there's there's always things that we can do to to hopefully get those things back and you know obviously it we we all fell short at some point and so just gotta you know pick it up and move on and, and those guys will be better when you guys are in the huddle and you're in these fourth down situations, there were multiple fourth and go fours in this game. When you get the call that, you know, maybe you're, you're 50 or just behind on your own 45, and you're getting the call to go for it on fourth down, what what is the emotion that you and everybody's experiencing in the huddle? Well, we're we're really confident. We we believe we can pick up any any fourth down, and you know, obviously, we weren't that good at it on on Saturday night, and. Love the fact that Kalani's confident in us, and you know Kalani and A Rod and and everybody's confident in us, and they'll let us go for it on fourth down. Um, you know we 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 live for that stuff, and and we do it often. You know what I mean? And so it's nothing like earth shattering or mind blowing, but you know it's just another down that we got to get to get the first. And and uh, we love that they have confidence in us, and we got to do a better job at you know getting the job done so that you know they keep doing that. James MP joining us here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. And this is why, and, and I appreciate you, you doing this, and this is why we're excited to have you on every week because only a very, very select few get to play uh, football at this level. So it's always fascinating to get inside the locker room and how the relationships are. Uh, you mentioned the fumbles and how the, the players aren't down on those guys and, and everybody can do a better job. And I think it's fascinating because, you know, you could have an offensive lineman who misses a block on a blitz or a guy fumbles the ball. Like, there's going to be mistakes during the course of the game. And for the most part, that seems like that's a sign of a good team when guys rally around each other instead of pointing fingers. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it, uh, there's probably a lot of people kicking themselves when they watch the film from Saturday. You know what I mean? Nobody was perfect in that game. And, and like, you know, we said earlier, everybody at some point made a mistake that that hurt a little bit and you just kind of got to move on to the next play you got to figure out a way to to learn learn from it and move on and and uh, get better from from then on and um you know the guys i I wouldn't want to be on any other team is is what i'm saying I, i love the guys i think we got the right people um in every spot and we just gotta you know get back to work and and uh, look forward to this next game and and make things happen well let's talk a little bit about this next game the baylor bears part of the big 12 which is the conference byu is going to be a part of here in a couple years you got to go to texas it's a nice 130 kick I'm, i'm sure that you like that midday kick i know i used to um you've got the midday kick and you guys are still ranked baylor is five and one with their only loss coming to Oklahoma State, who I believe is undefeated. I think they were on a bye week last week. So this is a very good Baylor team. As you guys prepare to head to Texas to take on Baylor, what are some of your thoughts of this opponent? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've seen some of their games just from, you know, we have a lot of night games like you kind of said. And so, you know, when you're kind of sitting in the hotel room on, on Saturday, you get to watch a lot of football. And, uh, you know, I've I've seen some of their games. And I, I made a point to watch some of their games because, you know, Grimes and Mateos are over there. And, and you know, they're good friends of ours. And, and uh, and you know, we we always wish them well and, and that kind of stuff. But we're so excited to, to play Baylor. Um, I think they – you know they have an offense uh, that scores a lot of points. You know I've seen the I've seen the box scores and they got a defense that plays hard. I I think they got a lot of really good athletes on that on that defense, especially where um, you know they, it'll be you know a significant challenge. And and I think you know the boys are excited about that because you know we get a chance to to prove ourselves and a chance to you know play against great competition. And I think they do a lot of good things scheme wise, and and the guys just play hard and are physical. So. You wouldn't want any other challenge than than to play them because because they play with a you know a good style of football. So we're excited about it. So um, I'm I'm kind of curious from your perspective. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you guys are all given iPads with film, and is that stuff loaded up after the game? And and do you spend time yourself over the weekend, kind of kind of looking at things before you get into some team meetings? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I I told my me and my wife we're we're driving home after the game and. Uh, and you know we were hanging out, and she's like, "Hey, what do you want to do anything tonight?" And I was just like, "Well, before I do anything, I gotta watch the film because <laughs> uh-huh. it was just eating at me." So, you know, that that film is up right away. We have some of the best film people um, ever, man. They they get the film up right away. They get it all set and ready for us to go. And so by the time I got home, I had the film, and I was able to to watch it right away. And then you know, already till now, I've watched I've watched most of Baylor's games and. And uh, most of the, you know, defensive snaps and, um, you know, our guys, our guys do a great job. And I think our team does a good job at, you know, studying the film. We have lots of resources and um, they make it easy for us to, you know, get a head start. James, I wanted to ask you a little bit about Ben Bywater. He's uh, obviously a freshman, but he's been around the program a little while. uh, And I guess I'd call him a COVID freshman. And he has just come out of the gates, made some big plays He's been a fantastic piece in that second line of defense. Just talk about Ben Bywater. What type of personality is what is he? What what type of character and what makes this guy such a tackle machine? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Ben Ben has worked so hard. I, I you know he he's a COVID freshman, you know, uh, so he's he's been around for a minute. Um, I remember a few years ago him being on scout team and just. Just making us, just making us work, man. Um, you know what I mean, and, and giving us good looks. And so, you know, I I think Ben, he's one of those guys that just plays his butt off every snap. I think he's you know really accountable to himself and and takes pride in what he's doing. And um, you know, studies hard, practices hard, does everything the right way. And you know, I'm I'm excited that he's having a good the season that he's having right now. And I I hope he can you know stay healthy and keep it up. He's he's stepped up big. Um, and been doing some great things, and so it's it's fun to have him on the team, and I think he's got a bright future. So I, I wanted to ask you about post game meals. I, I know that that's a ridiculous thing, but hey, there's nothing wrong with it. That. Was always important to me, <laughs> <laughs> whether it was uh, in the locker or you know as, as you're walking out of the locker. What is what is BYU serving the players in post game meal nowadays? Yeah, well, it, it usually depends. Most of the time on home games, um, they they kind of asked us what we want to do, whether we wanted food or if they would, uh, you know, wanted to just allow us some per diem. And I think most guys, um, 
decide to go with the per diem and then you can kind of go out and, and eat with your family or your, or your friends or your teammates and stuff like that. And so most of the time it's just, um, you know, you get a little bit of per diem instead of a post game meal and, uh, you get to go out and, and, and eat with some friends, but there's, you know, they, they, uh, we have a nutritionist and there's always snacks in the locker room, stuff to eat during the game and, and, uh, stuff, you know, to keep your energy levels up and all that stuff. And then there's usually some snacks afterwards, but yeah, most of the time, uh, you know, if it's an away game, they'll, they'll obviously feed us and use some, some chicken or something from somewhere, but I, they, they take care of us. They take care of us and do a good job. Always take the cash. I like it. We didn't have the cash op- option, James. Otherwise, I would have <laughs> definitely taken the cash. Uh, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing that always surprised me because, you know, when I do these Utah State games and you're on the charter and stuff like that, those road games, I can't – it blows me away how much food is there. Like, you get a little box after you leave the stadium and then you get on the plane and there's more – I mean, the, the amount of food that – these guys go through is just ridiculous. It's a lot of food. Now man. you guys play in a football game. We're just broadcasting, so that that stuff goes right to the gut, man. There, there's no there's no working that stuff off, but it's impressive. Yeah, they they take good care of us. You know, they take good care of us at home, and they take good care of us when we travel. There's always you, you won't go hungry, and that's a that's a good thing. Are you uh, are you the chef in the family? Is your wife the one that does the meals? How do you guys split that up? You know, we we both just kind of split it up whenever whenever we can. Um, we both enjoy cooking and making, uh, you know, different things. I you know I really enjoy cooking, and so it's it's a team effort for sure. But uh, cooking cooking can be pretty fun, man. You can you can make some good stuff. Are you a video game guy? Like what what is a James Impey date night like with you and your wife? <laughs> Uh, we on hey, this is what date nights like with with me and my wife. We we'll just go out and we'll find a restaurant we haven't been to before and and go try some new food. There you go. That's <laughs> that's, that's our kind of day. It's that, like okay, what what new restaurants are around? Oh, oh, this one. Let's go try that. That's uh, we we have fun trying new places. Nice. Well, James, we appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. I know it's tough talking about a loss, but a big one coming up against Baylor. Go get that win. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. You bet. Stay healthy, bud. That's James Empey right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network as this team tries to get back on track. And this is always, I'm always a little concerned for BYU when that first loss happens because, and this is the thing that I think everybody's fired up about the Big 12. When you get into the Big 12, you take a loss. Okay, that's fine, but we still have goals in front of us. We can do this and this and this. And at BYU, over the Independence era, you suffer that first loss, and it goes from all this talk of maybe New York, New Year Six or college football playoff to uh, going to the Independence Bowl. Is that in Shreveport? Shreveport, Louisiana. Nobody wants to go to Shreveport in December. They might get some good food down there, but... This is so depressing. You know, that's that's tough. I don't want the the Independence Bowl sucks, man. You went didn't you have a trip to the Independence Bowl? No. Oh, it was Liberty Bowl you went to. Liberty yeah. Bowl, yeah. yeah. Which say. is worse. Memphis in December is not <laughs> fun. Well, I, I did the Motor City Bowl. In Detroit, that's way worse. Okay, and the Motor uh, City Liberty thing. Bowl. Did you hear Norm Chow when he used to come on with us talk about that Motor City Bowl? Apparently, coaches at those at that game had all of the uh, top of the line Ford vehicles they could drive anytime they want. Yeah. Norm said it was so cold and so miserable. He didn't think a single car got driven the entire week. That was terrible. N- nobody went anywhere. It was the yeah, he worst. Said they, he said cold you guys just you guys just sat at the hotel. I have ever experienced in my life. It was ridiculous. Those ball games. 
the Independence Bowl. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, you get into the Big Twelve and things change. Like yeah. for, for instance, so Ohio State they lose the second game of the season to Oregon. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, Ohio State, what's going on? And, you know, if Ohio State was an independent, that that season would be wrecked to a certain extent. Well, Ohio State starts picking things up, and they're destroying Rutgers and destroying Maryland and blowing up teams. They've got Penn State coming up here where they can make up some real ground. But Ohio State still has an opportunity to win that conference to – be a conference champion, and maybe if it's just that one loss against Oregon, even though Oregon is shown that they're not good, or maybe they are, I don't even know. But Ohio State has a complete opportunity to restore order. Yeah. And BYU is not given that luxury. Uh, for instance, well, I don't have it in front of me, but let me just pull this up. For instance, so over the weekend, Alabama and BYU both lose. Alabama falls four spots. BYU falls nine spots. Nobody gives BYU... Doesn't seem right, does it? And I I know it's Boise State, and I understand that, you know, BYU lose to Boise State, but Alabama lost to an unranked Texas A&M team. That might be good. Who just lost to Mississippi State. Yeah, exactly. And Texas A&M might be good. And they'd lost to Arkansas the week before. I, I don't know exactly how good Texas A&M is, but... Good enough to beat Alabama. Yeah, and so Alabama tumbles four, BYU tumbles all the way down to number 19. And it's just an indication that nobody wants to give them an opportunity, no. and unless they are that unblemished, beautiful team that's polished and is a clear champion. And sometimes... I went back and I watched this. Sometimes the team you're playing, they're paid to. They're getting their scholarships and they're getting their food and they are paid to. And they are highly recruited and they are full of good athletes. And sometimes they show up to play a game. And Boise State flat out showed up to play a game. They showed up to play. I brought up that play with James. Yeah. On the fourth and two. So... On that play, they fired the gaps. Guy ran across James' face, got about four or five yards in the backfield, but James did a good job of driving him in that direction, opened up the lane for Algier. Algier took one step. The backside three technique cut across. It cut through a combo block block between Barrington and Freeland on the left side. And the combo might have left just a touch soon, but he just kept fighting across the face of Freeland. Kept fighting, kept fighting, and got himself into that play side A gap by staying in the backside B gap and ends up squaring up with Tyler Algier. And Tyler, most of the time, will run over a guy. This guy buffaloed down. Yeah, He sank his hips, and he did not move backwards. And he had Freeland pushing on him. He had Barrington pushing on him. He had Algier pushing on him. And this number 94, this D-tackle for Boise State, did not budge and stopped him on a fourth and two that led to three points. Yeah, the Utah transfer and Jackson Cravens. Number 94, is Jackson. that's Jackson Cravens. Yeah. Huh? Well... He's very good. Yeah. And sometimes those guys show up to play. Uh, that's 100% how 
that's your your spot on. Sometimes the other guys, dang, got to burrow. And look, Boise State had been this the the similarities, and we kind of joked about this last week. The similarities between this game and the role reversal in 2019 are startling. Very. Boise's undefeated. They're rolling. It's crazy, isn't it? And and BYU's struggling. They're two and four, and everybody's yep. down on them. They have a backup quarterback, and they go into Boise and they knock off Boise State. Whereas here, Boise comes down to Provo, third string center. Third string center. Their two starting corners are out. Their best defensive player got booted because of a targeting. And and they just played. And they just played. Forced fumbles. Yeah. Those two fumbles were just killer. Just those, I mean, starting two drives inside the 25, just that was the game right there. Horrible. All right. Andrew Reinhardt's with us from Wasatch Medical. Andrew, how are you? Hey, Andrew. Well, how's it going today, guys? Good. And there's a lot of guys out there that may not be having good days because they may have some struggles in the bedroom, and you can help alleviate that. Yes, there are many guys. Uh, if things don't go well in the bedroom, they tend to not go so well outside of the bedroom in life. But at Wasatch Medical, we're helping so many men with ED, erectile dysfunction. This technology, backed by 50 studies now, the Cleveland Clinic, one of the biggest hospitals in America, they tested our uh, machine, basically, and said clinical and statistical increase in blood flow. It treats the root cause problem of ED, gets the blood circulating the way it should. There are no pills or injections involved, thank goodness. (laughs) No doubt. And, of course, every time you call, it seems like you bring in some free to kind of help motivate people make that phone call. Yeah, there is so much free today. Uh, If you're ready to regain your love life and treat the root cause, call us. You'll meet with our MD. Uh, He'll do an assessment, exam, and blood flow ultrasound free. You get the gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. You'll love that, guys. Trust me. And if you're like so many that feel like you're low on testosterone, we'll do the blood work and the testosterone free today as well. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Make that phone call right now. 801-901-8000. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.